This is Michael Zuber, and I just wanted to thank you for listening to my One Rental at a Time podcast. Did you know that I took the time to document the entire process I used to learn my market and actually still use today? I released it as a $199 online course via Teachable, and it is called How to Get Started One Rental at a Time. With that, you get access to my private Facebook group and can join our group mentoring calls every Saturday at 9 a.m. Pacific. You can find it on my website at onerentalatatime.com. Now on with the show. Good morning, everyone. How are we doing today? It is Saturday, July 31st, and this is our live Q&A. We typically do this. We typically do this every Saturday. I like to get back. I like to see what's going on in your world. Uh, you know, Monday through Sunday, we interview multimillionaires and ask them questions. On Saturday, I like to flip the script and let you ask me questions. So again, we are in a different studio. Uh, we have a house guest and I don't want to keep them awake. So again, remember, this show is for you. You can go ahead and leave questions or chats right over there. I'm doing this from my computer, so I have more real estate. So if you just want to say good morning or, you know, whatever, go ahead and leave a comment. I will call you out once we get there. Um, if you bought my book, let's kind of do some housekeeping. Remember, I always ask for a five-star review. If you enjoyed it, that would be greatly appreciated. So let me know if you're out there. We got seven people watching. I don't see any chats yet. I want to make sure that... Uh, this live stream is working. Can somebody just say hi or something so I can see that the chats are out there? Please. I don't see anything yet. Although we do have nine people now, so we're growing, but I don't see any chats. Hmm. Let's see. All right. Well, we're going to assume this is working. Actually, what's in here? Is there a little button here? Yeah. Hmm. Still don't see any chats, but I'm going to assume you guys are out there. So the first thing I want to do is I want to share with you a post that we got in our private Facebook group. If you don't know, one of the things that I've done after creating this YouTube channel is I created a course. The course is how to get started one rental at a time. Everybody was asking. I finally broke down about 14 months ago and created it. Uh, and then about Four or five months after that, because I was, you know, just interacting a lot, I created a private Facebook group called One Rental at a Time Works. And what I love about that Facebook group is people are just sharing that they're doing the work. They're inspiring others. And what I want to do here is read a post because this post is what I hope you as a YouTube follower appreciate when I talk about housing slowdown, motivated seller, doing the work buy box, building confidence, all the things that I talk about here every day, the things that I preach and the things that are in my course. Uh, so let me just read this. This was from a student. It's, uh, I don't know, it's going to be a little long, but hopefully you stay with me because if you're paying attention, you should learn something from this. So here we go. Sharing this longer story to hopefully inspire others and show what doing the Michael Zuber daily work ultimately results in and allows you to do. Again, folks, what you should be taking from this is focus, daily discipline, and you're going to reap the rewards. Here are the deal highlights. Single family, four bedroom, three bath, 
over 2,000 square feet on the MLS. Folks, again, what am I telling you? In a slowdown, you're going to find deals in the MLS. List price, 140 grand. ARV, somewhere between 150 and 180. Desired offer price, only 95 grand. Crazy. Sold price, read below. So we will read below. So again, we do our work every day. We look at our market every day, 20 minutes while having coffee and while our kids have their breakfast. How awesome is that? Right? You have a buy box, you have your routine set up while the kids are having breakfast, you are looking for rental properties. We see what comes on, what goes in our buy box, and we want to thank Michael Zuber for introducing this to us and providing so much valuable content. You're absolutely welcome. Now, with that said, enter Burton Avenue in St. Louis. For those asking where this market is, it's in St. Louis. Uh, we saw this property pop up while doing our daily work, first listed for 140 in early April. We entered it in our spreadsheet. If you're my student, you will know what that means. To run the numbers, analyze, and track it. Knowing the asking price and rents for the property of this type and location, we knew right off the bat that the numbers would not, not, not meet our minimum uh, requirements. The property went under contract in a week. About a month after that, doing our daily work, we saw that this property showed up on the MLS again. Folks, in a housing slowdown, as, a, as the market rotates, deals will fall out. Most of the deals I got uh, in 2010 were from follow-up and doing the work and seeing what came back on. Uh, da -da -da, we saw the property back on again. A little over a week later, it went under contract again. Not surprising. And we didn't think more about it. Two days after that, we saw the same property back on the MLS, still at the original 140 price. Folks, you should be looking at this tracking. It's now come off and on the market two times. That seller probably not very happy. Still doing our daily work a month later. Now we're 90 days in. The price drop was $10,000. So now it is $130. Um, da, da, da. According to the numbers, we still could not make the numbers work. Two weeks later, doing our morning routine, we noticed the property still had not sold. So we decided to run our numbers again and see what purchase price our investment trial would meet. Folks, this is exactly what I hope all of you do. You have a buy box, you're doing the work, you're tracking what's coming on, coming off. These are all on the MLS. Everybody could have done this. And then run the numbers on your yield or cash on cash. They did the work and they said, you know what? We could pay 95 grand. Again, 95 grand. They did the work. They knew what they wanted, but pay attention. It's about to get squirrely. We decided to give it a, sh a shot since the property had now been on the market 75 days. Folks, housing slowdown in a market where properties go from listed to pending in less than a week. We spoke to our agent, explained we wanted to do a cash offer to, and refi later with inspection contingencies for 95 grand. We've done our homework. We knew the property was owner-occupied and in the family for at least two generations. We knew the most recent owners had passed away and the family was trying to sell. We, uh, we knew the house was paid off. Again, they did the legwork. They did all that. Our agent wasn't sure how to react and didn't seem comfortable extending a 95K offer uh, on a 130 listed, citing today's aggressive seller's market. Folks, I've been telling you, agents won't know. Agents don't do the daily work. Agents are just trapped in their little bubble. Do the work, daily discipline, educate them on what's going on. Uh, da, da, da. Homes typically going for four to seven above list price. This agent needs to go away. We will get to that later. 
we were looking to offer 35k below offer before be, being insulting. Why is this agent they can offer is insulting is beyond me. We went back and forth a few times explaining how it had been sitting, came back on the market a couple of times, had a price drop in a crazy seller's market, all, all signs that pointed to this seeming situation where the sellers were in the property. Folks, motivated sellers are in the MLS right now. Six months ago, they hid. You, you couldn't find them. Today, you can find them if you do the work just like this. Uh, da, da, finally, so finally convincing our agent, we decided to go have one last look at the property on the list while our agent drafted the offer. That is when we saw the property was under contract again and immediately told our agent not to spend any more time. We left it at that, figured we missed our chance, uh, and we went straight to looking at more properties. Oh, this one hurts. If this happened to me, I would be pissed. Three weeks later, and still because we watch our market every day, we noticed that the Burton property had actually sold. It actually closed. Curious, they went to look up the sales price, and guess what? The sales price? $90,000. The sales price was $90,000, not $35,000 below list, but $40,000 below list. 5,000 less than they wanted to offer. It was mixed feelings because we felt like we missed our opportunity. We, we were a bit, <laughs> you were a bit frustrated with your agent. I would be pissed. Uh, who could have just executed our offer and likely resulting in us getting a deal. More importantly, more importantly, we were happy. Uh, we were happy we didn't get the deal, you ask. Why we were happy we didn't get the deal. This deal is a great example of results you can get from doing the work in your market. It's additional data pointing that we know our market we know what to offer. It is validation and a confidence booster. Talk about creating lemonade out of lemonade out of lemons. Yeah, lemonade out of lemons. It pushes us to realize it may be time for a different agent. Yeah, I think so. So again, uh, what we learned from this deal: trust your gut, do the work, move fast, and time to look for a new agent. So again, I thought that was a great example of doing the work. Um, because what am I trying to do, right? I, I, I can show you what worked for us. I can show you what I do every day, but I, I won't do the work for you, right? I can give you everything, the spreadsheets, the buy box. Uh, I can add bonus content, but if you're not willing to do the work, look at your listings while your kids have breakfast. If you're not tracking what's going on, the market is changing right now. Students in my course are finding motivated, but, it's, but you've got to do the work. And again, it's not all markets, right? St. Louis may have evolved first or later, right? If you're in Southern California, it's still a really hot market, but I do think motivated sellers will come up in Southern California soon. Uh, the market is changing. So again, uh, I'm trying to build confidence. A lot of new investors don't have confidence since they rely on syndications or other people's deals. They want to be the bank, not the investor. I suggest if you do the work for 60 or 90 days, as we outlined in the course, you join the private Facebook group. I think you're going to be pleasantly surprised. So um, that is uh, important for me. So why am I not seeing any chats today, folks? YouTube, you suck. I see 45 people joined, 10 on. Hmm. 
The whole chat window is closed. I do not know what that means. I guess that means I get to riff for a little bit. All right, well, let's pull up our Facebook group and see what other questions we may have. Have any questions here? Because I can't see the chat box. Let's see. Oh, we had a question about income snowball. I thought that was interesting. This came from the Facebook group. Um, you may have heard of the debt snowball. Um, I want to say theme, but that's not the right word. Practice, I guess, uh, from Dave Ramsey, right? Where you maybe take off the lowest debt. You pay that off and you move up, or maybe you take the highest interest rate, whatever that is. Uh, but the income snowball is something that Dion from Dion Talk uh, has talked about. Uh, he did a video on it, I think, this week. I may actually do a review on it because I think it's pretty powerful. But basically, the whole idea of the income snowball, and again, his example is house hacking. Right? And again, house hacking is in the course. If you're, if you are coming out of college or you're early in life, house hack is the way to go. Uh, but the idea was, is you, in his example, right, you house hack, you're living for, you know, half of rent or less, maybe for free. You take that money, you save it, and then that allows you to buy the next house hack faster. And if you know Dion's uh, story, I think he's up to, is it 18 units, 16 units? I forget, maybe, I don't know, 16, 18, whatever it is, still financially free. And a lot of that's because of the income snowball. He's taken all the excess cash putting it aside, making it a down payment. And really what the snowball does, snow, snowball allows you to do is buy faster, right? It'll take you a year to buy number two, and then it'll take you nine months to buy number three, and then it takes you six months to buy number four. That's the whole idea of the income snowball. Um, so again, that all credit goes to Dion uh, from Dion Talk. If you want to see his video, I think it came out yesterday. What else is going on in our Facebook group? Uh, let's talk about the Economic Ninja. Why not? The Economic Ninja is um, a channel I look at. Um, I don't know if I want to say a lot. I look at weekly for sure. Uh, I just saw one of his videos he did today about uh, basically, I think, the stock market and talking about um, Wall Street is getting ready to kind of do a rug pull on retail investors. Uh, I was not invested in the market in 08, but I was in this dot-com crash. And uh, the notion of what was called a rug pull was not um, not around then, but that's what it felt like to me, right? It, you, you were taking the stairs up, you were winning, you were winning, you were winning, and then wham, right? You, you jumped out the window, took the elevator, whatever you want to call it. So um, remember, it's, it's fun to talk about your stock portfolio, uh, but unless you sell, you know, uh, you, you haven't won anything unless you sell. So just ask the uh, Dogecoin investor who was worth a couple of million bucks and, and now isn't. Uh, it's fun to talk about, but in, unless you sell, you ain't done anything yet. So that is interesting. And again, I can't see any, can't see any comments. Why is, why is YouTube so disappointing today? I don't want to touch anything because I think I'll mess it up. Uh, let's talk about the eviction moratorium ending today, ending today uh, for much of the country. Uh, I think it is, um, I think a lot of things are going to happen. I, I think the biggest thing is going to happen is we're going to have a lot of, um, we're going to have some frustrated landlords. 
remove people, which in some states can take as little as 10 to 20 days. They're going to, people remove, they're going to walk into their unit and they're going to go, hmm, what do I want to do? Do I want to try this again? I've been a landlord for 20 or 30 years. And some of them are going to decide to sell. I believe we are right in the window of more supply for units that I like to buy. I like to buy small multifamilies. I like to buy single family rentals. Uh, I love cheap debt, frankly. So I think the eviction moratorium threat of tax changes, let's be clear, taxes are going up. Uh, it is going to be, um, I think there's a little window where more supply is coming and demand is retreating. And let's not forget that banks will only lend on the prettiest and cleanest properties. Uh, so there's going to be a lot of opportunities. And again, if if you if you can get cheap bank money from Matt the Mortgage Guy or other broker, go do that. But a lot of you now will be buying properties that aren't perfect. Uh, so you may want to um, you know reach out to a non-QM investor. Uh, uh, Stephen Dow is my example on Fridays, but there are lots of them out there. Uh, because again, 6% money is a lot better than what I used to pay, you know, 10, 11, 12% money. Uh, so again, some of you have my contact info and you're sending me messages. So thank you. Yes, YouTube is not behaving. Um, so let's see. Uh, what do you think? There's a question I got. What do I think about properties with pools? That is a great question that I do not think I've answered before. So again, these are just my experiences, my opinions, do what you want. But every time I have brought a property with a pool, I have removed it immediately. Uh, I have bought apartment buildings with pools. I have removed them immediately. Uh, why? Two reasons. Well, three reasons. Uh, the units that I bought uh, did not appear to give me any excess rent for the pool. One. Two, pools are expensive. Pools are expensive. And uh, they get really expensive in the summer when people are using them and not cleaning them and doing all of the things that people do to pools. And then third, they are a huge liability that I never want to receive a phone call about so-and-so did something, something in a pool and lost their life. I already have enough issues with people being people. I don't want to own something that could uh, cause that phone call. So I have bought three, maybe four, three, I think, with pools and remove them. And removing a pool is not cheap. Uh, removing a pool could be eight to 12 to 14 grand. There is a process. You need to permit it. You need to get the right dirt. You need to break it out. It's a whole deal. Uh, but I will not own, never, 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 never own a rental with a pool. Doesn't get me more rent, at least in my market cost a lot every month and I don't want the liability. So Nathan, thank you for your questions. Uh, if you are watching this and you have our Facebook group or whatnot, ask away. I, I'm just riffing because I'm disappointed in YouTube today. So what else is going on? Actually, you know what? Let's go to comments in YouTube. I have a whole app on that. Let's see. Da, da, da. Can you do a video on how to rent property and manage rental property on your own? 
Uh, I would tell you to follow the Lumberjack Landlord or Dion from Dion Talk. I can only do videos on things I do. One thing you know about me is if I don't do it, I don't talk about it. Uh, but I can tell you that Dion uh, added a course for um, self-management uh, to my course. Uh, so uh, that is great. And then um, the Lumberjack, Matt, Matt, the Lumberjack Landlord did a one on house hacking. Both of them self-managed. I talked to Dion and Matt on Thursdays. And uh, we've done some videos on this channel about that. So um, I can't, but uh, yeah, we can ask Dion and Matt to do that maybe next week. Yes, I do think uh, getting loans are going to be harder. I have some questions here. I think getting loans are harder uh, right, at, right as rates are going lower, which is very interesting. Um, yeah, I just, I just think that's the environment we're in. I do not see how interest... Uh, I, I still don't see how a 30-year mortgage gets to 1%. I know we have a trillion dollars in the reverse repo market. I, I think there are other things going on. I just can't see 1%. I don't know how banks could make money at that given overhead. Uh, I think that's a bigger question. Um, what else is going on? Oh, the crash is coming. I don't know why people keep telling me that. Uh Oh, crash is coming. Crash is coming. Oh, it could be a couple years away. Okay, great. Thanks. Frustrating. Let's see. What else is going on? Yep. Reverse repo market hit a trillion dollars. Uh, oh, here's one. Reverse repo market hit a trillion dollars. Inflation over 5% three months in a row. Uh, same as before the 08 housing crash. Something big is brewing. I don't know. Uh I asked them what they expect and they said, go buy GME. What is GME? Is that, is that GameStop? I don't know what that is. I don't know what, I don't know what that is, but whatever. Oh, what's the difference between hard money or using hard money or non-QM money for Burr projects? I thought that was a good question. So let's talk about this. A lot of people like to do Burr, right? You buy junk, you fix it up. You refi it. Ideally, you pull all your money out and you have infinite return. Burr is really, really sexy, uh, but burrs don't work out for lots of people. It's one of those things that look easy in the books, but hard in real life. Uh, but when you get hard money, what you're typically going to get from hard money, if you have experience, is they'll loan 100% of the purchase, again, if you're qualified, and potentially escrow repair. So you can get in based on experience, but that money is going to be expensive. A non-QM lender, and I've talked to uh, Stephen Dow about this yesterday. I think the video posted today or maybe it was yesterday. Uh, you're going to have to have some skin in the game. Uh, skin in the game, probably 20%, right? You're going to have to have 20, 25% skin in the game. They will escrow repairs, but it will be a much safer deal. I think a lot of hard money lenders are looking to buy repaired units on the cheap. Uh, I saw a lot of people get hard money in 08, lose it all. Um, I don't think, you know, hard money is, um, it's a business and uh, it's very expensive. And more importantly, if you are using hard money and you can't escrow, you can't get it out at the refi, the appraisal came, comes in low, the market slows down, you ran over expenses, whatever it is. What are you going to do when you can't pay the hard money lender back? Many of you have done that. And if that happens to you, your only option is to sell. Right, because a lot of people get into burr projects and they don't have any money. And if you're going to 
and you use a non-QM lender, you have that 20% margin, right? So uh, a lot easier to get done. So again, I, I apologize. I don't know why YouTube has decided not to show me any chats. I'm touching it again. It's not there. It's not there. So instead of just riffing and, and um, getting frustrated on my side, let's see if I have any more questions here. Let's see. Okay, so another another person got a deal done. So Zach, I will uh, congratulate you on getting your deal done. I see your address now. I will send you a card as well. Congratulations. Do I have any down here? I don't think I do. So in the end, folks, I'm going to call this one. It's frustrating for me because I can't see your questions. If you are one of my students, I will see you in 36 minutes in our Facebook group. Take care, everyone. Have a wonderful Saturday. And if you're ready to change your finance date, buy the and listening to that first eight or 10 minutes. And really appreciate it. Motivated sellers are out there. They're easier to find today than any time in the last two years. 30 your money is cheap. Make sure they cash flow, no alligators. Grow your network. And uh, if you buy the course, make sure to join the Facebook group. We'd love to have you. We're almost a thousand members strong there. Uh, several thousand members have already in the course. So have a great weekend. Bye.